I was late to work again. Isn't that the third time this week? I've tried everything. No screens after 8 p.m., lavender pillows, white noise machine, seven alarm clocks. I even moved my coffee maker into my room. Nothing works. I just can't seem to get up in the mornings. Have you tried the baby bot? The what? It's a tiny alarm clock robot that shrieks to get you out of bed in the morning, and every two hours all night, until you've had it for about six months. Starts fussing a bit at 4 a.m. If you pour some warm milk on it, it'll quiet down till 6 or so. If you skip the milk, its cry will increase in pitch until there's so much adrenaline in your system, you don't even need caffeine. Wow. Gary, that sounds really effective. That's not even the best part, Brad. The baby bot is the first alarm clock that grows with you. How's that? Well, for the first year or two, you can expect the early morning shrieks. After a while, the baby bot starts asking you questions instead of screaming. So instead of screams at 4 a.m., you get questions at 5 a.m. Is it a daycare day? Can I have some cereal? Why do you have a big belly? If you don't respond to its questions, it'll repeat them and also start pulling your hair and kicking you in the gut. Wow, Gary. I think I need to get one of those. You sure do, Brad. Claire and I have had ours for 16 years. Now it wakes us up at 3 a.m. by puking in the hallway and smearing mascara all over our pillows. It's great. I'm never late to work anymore. Buy your baby bot today. All the motivation you get from a child with none of the joy or fulfillment. Wherever electronics are sold. Don't buy it. Don't do it. I am so sad. I am so, so sad. Just sleep. Just keep sleeping. Don't wake up. Don't ever wake up. Buy yours today. The baby bot at participating retailers. Yes, come to see you. Welcome to the Infra Discussion Podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order that we talk about them. I am back. But who are you? Oh, I'm Simon Peltier. <laughs> I'm Kate Bradley. <laughs> I'm Tom Zalatner. I like that giggle. It's very cute. <laughs> was that what I did? Yes. I can't remember. It's about that. Okay. I, just, I, I was distracted by how cute it was. I don't. I don't. I didn't pay attention to <laughs> the the specifics. Right. Right. The specifics of well, it. Well, I can never do it the same again. Oh, well. It's a good thing we have it recorded forever. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm you always your tempted. Tweet again? Your little tweet tweet? Tweet tweet. That's actually, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Tweet, Maybe it's because you did it so much. You practiced. It's because I, it's my favorite uh, sound to produce. <laughs> tweet, tweet tweet. I wake up in the morning and I turn uh, over and look at Paul and I say, tweet tweet. <laughs> I really want to use that as some sort of a, like every time I get a text message, just hear Oh, you'll get annoyed so fast. No, I won't. Every beautiful sound I've heard on a phone, I've been like, oh, forever. And then two seconds later. I'm about t- two tweet, seconds. Tweet. That's how quick. I don't know. That's how quick it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell, tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have alarms on my phone, as most people do. Right. They wake me up mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. They, they break my wonderful, beautiful sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and those, those alarms are songs that I have on my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have gotten tired of none of them. Really? Oh. Yeah. One of them is Woods by Bonnie Bear. Which <laughs> <laughs> that's a really pretty song to wake up to. Yeah, can you can you reproduce it? I don't know the song. I, I he's like highly auto tuned, but he goes like, I'm up in the woods, I'm down on my mind, and I'm and you're and you're not with like a thousand harmonies. Well, like so, it, what, how it works is that he has this one like four line verse. Okay, that he 
like you hear it once and then it plays it loops a second time and he adds a harmony to it and then it loops it again adds um, a harmony to it so by the end there's like 25 30 voices right and they're all like staggered and like it's it sounds so cool but that so that's the first one i, I wake up to and every once in a while I'm, I'm you know shuffling my music or whatever and it comes up and i'm just delighted to hear it yeah that's fair i i wake up every morning to carmina verana <laughs> how does that go ba 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 Oh, that yep, one. That one. Oh, right, right. I got it. I got it. Exactly. And do you uh, shit yourself a little bit? or? Uh, nope. Yeah, but it definitely gets me out of bed fast. <laughs> I, I, I remember, I think, the one of the like two times I slept over at your place, back when you were living in the plateau, mm-hmm. uh, you, for like... There was a solid half hour where your alarms were on a loop, and it was like <laughs> it was the the all, the big scary alarm one, like ah, ah, and alternating between that and the the pinball sound for half an hour. Oh, yeah. For you did half nothing? an hour, it was like one of them would go for five minutes, and then it switched to the other, and then switched to the. And he never snoozed. No. You never snoozed. I never snoozed. You woke me up, and I never fell asleep again. I am way better at waking up now than I used to be. I've still never slept. I have one alarm. It goes off at seven fifty. It's across the room. So I have to jump up and go get it, right? And kill it. And by the time I'm up, I'm like, "Well, I'm up." That's and then never I worked I have for me. To pee. And oh. then I pee, and then I'm like, "Well, I'm awake. Okay, it's daytime." Oh no! If I oh man, if peeing meant being awake, that would simplify my life a lot. No, I mean, I, I pee when I'm awake. <laughs> you got a protective sheet on the bed. <laughs> you always sleep on a garbage bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fill that garbage. No, that was that was unnecessary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I get up, I go pee, and then I go straight back to bed. Like there's no like I yeah. I scurry, I scurry back to bed. I now have a a, a secondary. Well, I ha- so I have three alarms whenever I need to wake up, and they're mm. all each three are different songs, right. so that I know which alarm I'm at. Because I, I mm, I'm mm. I'm a snoozer, right? I'm a snoozer. Sleepy and if boy. I have just one alarm, I lose track of how many times I've snoozed, and then all of a sudden it's an hour and a half later, and then I'm late to work, mm. right? Uh, so I, that's why I have those three alarms that are like 15 minutes apart and I can snooze as many times as I want. But as soon as I hear, uh, it's all just pretend by Av- Ivan and Alyosha, that's when I know like, oh, that's my last alarm. I need to get up now. Hmm. Interesting. I might try that. Yeah. I might try that. Yeah. But now I also have a cat. Although, oh, uh, slap, yes. slap, 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 slap. No, no, he's a meower. Oh, that too. Yeah. Not a slapper. Not a slapper. It's not a slappy boy. He's, no. But like if, if you put his finger right in front of his mouth, he will lick as for... Like until you <gasps> until you take your until Adorable. you take your finger away. He's so cute. He's the What's best. What's his name? Lupin. Lupin. Short for Remus Lupin. L- long for who? <laughs> Remus Lupin is a character in Harry Potter. Okay. He's a werewolf. I see. In Harry Potter. But she, he's a cat. Yeah. My 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 Remus Con- Lupin is a cat. Contrast. Well, Simon's cat turns into a werewolf once a month. Yeah. Um, That's why he wakes me up. Yeah. And then he disembowels then he, you. Then, yeah. Right. But then I wake up and it's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I might not try. I might not try that. No, no. I don't recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's a little painful. You know what I recommend? Patreon.com. Patreon.com. <laughs> Guys, if you like what you hear here on Up for Discussion, you should consider becoming a Patreon supporter. Patreon isn't just a great way to contribute directly to the creation of the content you love. It's also a great way to establish a relationship with us that goes beyond your earphones. Patreon <laughs> lets us give back to you too in merch, talent sharing, and quality time. This just got way creepier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, fully, I fully acknowledge that. Agreed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Guys, we hate to use the cost of a latte argument, but well, it applies. Except it's really more like the cost of an apple. 
Can you pledge an apple a month? Really, we'll take literal apples. We have a P.O. box. You figure it out. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us on Patreon, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, Carlea, Thomas, George, and Alex. And if you give us at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once per cycle on the show. For $10, Simon will rant about something for you. For 20 Correct. Kate will draw a sketch of a character of your choosing. For 25 I will Skype you once a month. And there's a bunch of other perks as well you can check out at patreon.com slash up for discussion. Kate, who does our first Patreon topic come from? It comes from Gabriel, who asks, can you help me find motivation to get out of bed at 9 a.m.? Wish I could. Next question. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> our second Patreon topic. Ha ha ha, we're joking. We're, jo- we're going to try and solve your problem yeah you know this isn't strictly an advice podcast but i think that no. we're qualified to give advice <laughs> i yeah. i think we're qualified to give unqualified advice that's, that's it. what i'll say so if you guys oh. want to send in advice questions go for it mm-hmm. we're always happy to try and help you make your life a little bit better gabriel i hope that answered your question uh, <laughs> our second Patreon <laughs> topic um <coughs> it's funny that i i forgot that this was our first topic when we were chatting about so it just happened in the morning yeah uh, oh you forgot i the whole time i was not- like should we wait but he's not, he's not asking for techniques. He's asking for motivation. Well, I think setting one alarm at 7.50 in the morning, that's a very loud song that's across the room. It works for me. The motivation to shut the thing mm-hmm. off. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. hearing it on a loop for, if it's 7.50, what, an hour and 10 minutes, will give will eventually give you the motivation to get up and turn it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I've, I've, I've endured like long alarms i've endured <laughs> really having to pee uh mm. not wanting to get up is a hard motherfucker yeah it's very very difficult to get past yeah well my my uh, i don't know i i like so i'm a morning person <laughs> right mm-hmm. right i enjoy having long mornings to myself uh and it, it worked out in such a way like last year where my roommate um, had had a, a schedule that had him leave the apartment pretty early mm. and always earlier than I needed to. Uh-huh. So like my cue to get up was generally when he left. So I'd hear his door close and that's when I'd get up and then mm. I'd have the whole apartment to myself and I'd have about an hour and a half to just kind of like chill, have a slow breakfast, maybe read a little bit, maybe take watch a, a bit of TV. I'd take a poop just before I left because that, that's about the time when the coffee hits, mm. you know? You don't get the like as soon as you wake up poop? No. Oh, lucky. No. I, N- neither of you. No. no. Damn. When I when I was working uh, every morning at the cafe, like when when I worked uh, five mornings a, a week, I would like have a coffee once we opened, hmm. and it it was so regular that at about ten thirty every day I'd have to put a little sign out that says "Be back soon" and then go and take a little <laughs> pooper. Um, yeah. yeah. You gotta, but you I gotta think, time that yeah. shit. Yeah. I feel like having yeah. a, a slow morning and not a rushed morning is one way to feel better about waking up because mm. like when when you associate mornings as stressful yeah exactly yeah you're not gonna want to get up but when you associate it with like just kind of calm i really enjoy being with myself mm. and so i know some people don't you lucky bastard I, I think if you don't you've you've got that you've got other stuff to work on first yeah uh, but, but I, I, I liked how you framed that of like time for yourself yeah because yeah. like i don't have many places to be during the day and uh and yet the morning is stressful mm-hmm. because i'm like if i take just a little too much time then that eats the time there and mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i don't even have a tight schedule yeah. you know but that's what i was going to say is that what helps to motivate is having a plan i know that's fucking mm-hmm. boring to say but if i don't make a plan the day before mm-hmm. 
oh, the bullshit I, I justify not doing things with the next day is just... Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and the same shit over and over again. And yet when I plan, mm. I'm like, oh, and when I plan time blocked mm. stuff, that's even better because I'm like, oh, OK, my, my breakfast is from, I don't know, eight to nine. Right. If and I don't I, do that, I don't get to eat breakfast at nine ten. No, you don't. No, you there's no food. To, yeah, it's there's the next no thing. food. Yeah. It just but it, but it moves all the other boxes and, you, you know, breakfast is on a conveyor belt and it only comes by at a specific time. And if you're not there to grab it, you're going to miss the breakfast, no breakfast train. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. I think that that speaks to like, if you don't want to schedule specific time things, just having a routine is, mm. is like yeah. what that kind of falls to, right? Is like yeah. knowing every morning I'm going to wake up, I'm going to take a shit, I'm going to shower, and then while I shower, the coffee will be brewing, and then I'll get out of the shower, have my cup of joe, yeah, and then, you know, get on Min- with the rest of it. Minus the shit, that's what my mornings look like too. Oh, I'm jealous of you guys not having a shit first thing in the morning. I always <laughs> have, I go to the bathroom right away when I wake up. And then I get out, you know, put on the coffee, take a shower. By the time I'm done showering, somehow I have to shit again. I hate my body. Yeah, uh, I'm so I'm I'm sorry, Paul. Paul Paul does the same thing. <laughs> I'm with you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, no, for me there has to be a trigger, a a food trigger. Mm. Like uh, I ate a bunch of vachon cakes uh, <laughs> on Saturday night, the and journey. yet I had no control really. What, real talk, which vachon cakes are your go-to uh, vachon cakes? Miami. And a caramel. Mm-hmm. And then I had one fucking Miami leftover that I chomped on at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. when I got up to pee. <laughs> That's foul. It hurt my teeth. <laughs> it hurt my teeth what, a lot. What is a Miami? A Miami is a, a coconut You got cake. so excited. Oh, it's coconut, fucking yeah. good. I don't like coconut, though. So. I love coconut. Well, let, me, let me just look at someone else. Hi, Tom. Hi. Tell uh, me about your coconut cake. Coconut cake coconut with cake. a dollop, okay? A dollop of, I don't know, vanilla or some kind of mm. creamy, creamy. Oh, yeah. And then the whole thing uh, is covered in a coconut paste ooh. that's so sweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, okay. that's what happens. I wasn't ready for that sound. It's so, oh, I go full Jurassic Park when I... Uh, that sounds amazing. It's really good. I, I'm a big fan of coconut flavored things. I have have started to kind of a little bit enjoy the taste of toasted coconut when it's Mm. mixed with other stuff. Okay. Uh, You know, if it was like a, like a coconut chocolate thing. Right. Mm. You know, and they were like, you know, those like tiny little flecks of, of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, roasted coconut or toasted coconut. You're not biting into a bounty bar anytime soon. You're not going to take a nut off a tree and chomp down. Um, Not that kind of nut. (laughs) <laughs> oh so curious what other nuts are in trees that simon likes to grab on cashews oh, oh hell yeah if you could grab a handful of cashews out of a tree and just snack on them anytime except that they're they're, they're not they're not baked at that point they're like no oh, yeah they're right. they're like they're, they're soft yeah they're they feel beans. Like beans almonds are also in trees okay yeah. fine um, fine it's not balls guys wa- it's wa- fucking nuts walnuts actual nuts acorns pine nuts Ugh, so boring testicles chestnuts what was that sorry what was that <laughs> pine nuts Pistachios. no 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 not no did you not peanuts because peanuts are legumes I'm sure i heard <laughs> i don't know kate we're just listing different kinds of nuts here did you i ever tell up. you guys that i ate a peanut fresh out of the ground once weird <gasps> it was gross <laughs> yeah it tasted like eating a raw chickpea. You know what? It I felt th- like eating a raw, oily chickpea. 
I think you've said this on the show. Probably. <laughs> that sounds very familiar. It's it's one of the most uh one of the one of the experiences of my life that has left the deepest impression mm. in my brain. This is I, I haven't heard you tell the story, so this is what I think happened. You're, you're walking. You're walking on the sidewalk. All of a sudden, a sort of a jolt of electricity goes through your body. You are possessed by a squirrel in that moment. <gasps> You feel you feel a magnetic pull towards a, a spot in the grass. You dig. You find the peanut. You crack it open. You munch it. It's gross. Simon returns. What is this? What have I done? You're like about five percent correct. <laughs> <laughs> what actually happened? In, in that in that I I did in fact walk. <laughs> yeah, score. I'm a fucking medium. Nailed it. Uh, when, I, when I was in grade 11, I spent uh, two weeks on an organic farm in Ecuador. Oh, okay. Uh, and they were they were growing a lot of different things. And one of the things they had was a little peanut plot. Hmm. <laughs> a peanut plot I sounds can't really nefarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that also. But coming from a French upbringing, I can't hear the word plot without laughing because yeah. I'm immature. Yeah, plot. 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 It's lady parts. Oh, which ones? Upstairs, uh, ankles, ankles, ankles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those peanut ankles over there. No, the so main small is... and frail. <laughs> and I remember when we did a tour of the organic farm when we got there. They had us eat a lot of, or like try a bunch of the things that were growing. Like we tried passion fruit that they were mm. growing. Uh, we tried some of the. They had a a, a Tabasco plant. And some people ate some of the Tabasco peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, the Tabasco does not come in a bottle. Huh. And it is peppers that is then processed <sighs> and made into a... What? Bottle. Weird. I really thought... Is it and a then specific a... pepper called a Tabasco pepper? Or... Yep. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. I think so. I thought it was just a brand name, but mm-hmm. I'd believe that. Hmm. Like Kleenex or Frigidaire. <laughs> yeah. Plot. Plot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, motivation, motivation, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. motivation. Yeah. Point is, I have I have actually found that waking up earlier Mm -hmm. makes me want to get up. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because you have more time to because I have more time. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like a half hour. Mm. Like when I when in my first year at Concordia, uh, the first semester I'd get up so I would have just enough time to make my food and go, Mm -hmm. and then eat it on the way, Mm. and then just before that semester ended, I I would get up. I think actually a full hour earlier or something like that yeah. and that was so much better oh yeah. yeah yeah having having even an hour of time to just like do things before you need to go actually do things yeah. is fantastic mm. doesn't the, matter yeah. what those things are those things can be sitting in your bed yeah yeah but oh for sure just, you know being up a little mm. bit yeah but the yeah. tricky thing with that is that you can if you plan that extra hour and then you're like fuck i have five minutes to do all the things i wanted to do you know, and then it and then it becomes rushed, and then like, although you probably would still have the benefit of having that relaxed, mm-hmm. relaxed moment before, yeah. but you're like, ah. Mm. But I've I've done that because with the time blocking thing, I've made the mistake of everything being back to back and mm. having no buffer. Right. You need a buffer. It can't oh, yeah. just be timed on what the exact amount of time you need. Oh, I mean, even high school student schedules have a bit of buffer between classes, right? Like, mm. end like five ten minutes early. Yeah. Mm. Go talk to Jenny about Brad. Yeah. Jenny and Brad need to work their shit out and they get do. the calculus, and they have 15 minutes to do both those things. <laughs> Tiffany will help. Will she? Psh, you think? Tiffany. You think she will, and then she doesn't. She's such a bitch. Classic Tiffany. Classic Tiffany. Yeah. I think another thing too <laughs> is knowing that the thing you're gonna do after you get up and after you take that hour to yourself and after you've taken your two morning poops 
is a thing that you like doing. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Like if if you get up and dread what you're going to do after, that's like that's something I encourage you to try to change. Yep. If you can, yeah. If you that's, can, that's not. There, there are definitely some people, people who are not in a position where they can. Yeah. And then I think you know, then there are. God, do yeah. other, do different work. Yeah. Well, like well, do do work on yourself, right? Yeah, but that's that's when the things that you do before the thing you have to do become yeah. even more important, right? Exactly. Because mm. if you dread mm. your job. Like, let's say you have to get to work at nine and you're like, I don't want to fucking teach a math class today. You, you gotta, okay. That was weirdly specific. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, if you don't want to go teach a math class, but you have to do that every morning at nine, then from like eight to eight forty five or whatever, uh, you got to make that some you time. You got to be like, okay, what, what would I rather be doing than math? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Reading a book, playing a video game eating a burger you, you got to do the thing you want to do yeah because if you make that time your time and if you make it special you won't hate doing math class that much yeah and i'd say equally yeah. planning something for your evening mm-hmm. because paul would get into these depressed loops of just being like i'm always at work when he's not but he, yeah. he it's stressful in the morning before he goes and then and he doesn't really didn't really have enough time to to do anything because he didn't get up early enough and then getting home he's just like he gets a little bit later than normal supper time so by the time he eats then this is and i'm on my phone and then he just feels like he's only working that's the only but by like we would have lists i don't know where the fuck they are but just the shit that we like to do because you don't think about it so having a list up and just being like okay you know i really want to play video games but i never have that slot and fucking plan it i love that i i have in several apartments i don't currently uh maybe that's why my place is messy i've always had like a board that says like here's a bunch of things you could clean right if you're yeah. if you want to clean something right now yeah uh but i've never thought to have one for self-care and of course i haven't because i'm a workaholic <laughs> so it is a very new concept to me yeah yeah, yeah. I, I really like that one of my first steps in my therapy was planning a pleasurable thing for myself every day and it would be i would, I would have to make a list first and then go pick out that's a great idea. Just one thing. That's really cool. I yeah. yeah. I might try to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> and it Let's can be as simple as like week. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Let's make yeah. lists of things that we like to do and then do at least one of those things. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like crochet a fucking quilt. Unless those that's things really, don't go really together. your thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. But it can be as simple as hug your partner or mm. or pet your cat or, you know, just something that gives you yeah. a moment of pleasure to yourself. Hmm. You know? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get like I, I recognize that I'm I'm fortunate. In, in such a way that most of the things that I do in my day are things that I like, but there are definitely a lot of things that I don't Bastard. like. <laughs> but I can I can at least like take time to like really appreciate those, right? Because it can yeah. be really easy to just go on and do the of things. Of course, yeah. As opposed to like this cup of coffee is about to be delicious. Ooh. Let's like stop. Let's like yeah. I'm going to stop my podcast, take the earphones out, just sit and drink it for a bit. <sighs> make That's that so make that the thing I'm doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Simon, don't encourage people to stop listening to podcasts. <laughs> Sorry, temporarily right, right. Uh, stop drinking stop listening to the podcast for like five minutes yeah and then, and then go back to it every time you take a sip of coffee i want you to pause the podcast drink the coffee <laughs> set the cup down and resume play yeah. the, that the would become so can only be, the podcast can only, be, can only be playing when the mug is on the table as soon as it leaves the table pause it yeah we could make an app there's a chip on the on the cup Oof. Yeah. and then it's it's you know the contact with you, the you have a little coaster and yeah, it has yeah, to yeah, be, yeah 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 <laughs> the coaster is also speakers. Yes. <gasps> Has to be waterproof. 
Yeah. Because you're going to spill coffee on that bad boy at least once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's possible, though. That, that technology exists. Waterproof yeah, speakers? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, Shower yeah. speakers are a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or, totally or, or, it's or, one of those speakers, you, you know, you know those speakers that, like, you, you put it on a thing, and it makes the thing vibrate, and then that thing, because, like, you, you put it on the table, and instead of the sound coming out of the table, it, it, do you know what I'm you're talking doing about? me! <laughs> <laughs> We're all, we, it's contagious. <laughs> I Do you guys know what I'm talking it. about? The vi- the thing I was just no. so excited by your excitement that I okay. didn't listen to what you were saying. <laughs> I put a it thing, on a thing and it, it vibrates. vibrates. Yeah. So rather than having, rather than than the speaker, the sound coming out of the speaker, right. it has this pad and the pad vibrates, right? And Why? If, if you just held it, it would be really quiet because then you put that pad and this a little adhesive like on a dresser or on a table uh-huh. or something, and then it vibrates in such a way that the entire surface of the thing. Of the dresser, for example, that you put it on also vibrates, and then your dresser becomes the speaker. Oh, that's weird. That's so I, cool. My girlfriend has one of those, and like, like you have to be, you have to really choose what you use it because some things won't won't work, and if you have too many things on your, yeah, you yeah. know, whatever. But like, the coaster could totally be that, be that where like there's a little pad, and then you put the mug on it, and then your mug becomes the speaker. Yeah, and, and then, then your coffee like wiggles. Yeah, it, it just has the little like ripples. Just the T Rex is coming. Oh, we keep dropping these Jurassic Park. Do we know references. any engineers that we can get that done? Probably. We'll figure it out. If you're an engineer listening to this, hit us up. Hey, how is a good meal like an interesting person's brain? They're both rich and nourishing. True, but wrong answer. Uh, you can get a lot out of them. True again, but still not what I was getting at. Both look appetizing when plated up with an elegant garnish. Odd, but I, I guess there's a lot of ways a brain is like a meal. But the most important similarity is that they're both things George Poppy digs into in his talk show podcast, Digging In. Up for Discussion is sponsored by Digging In, a show where host George Poppy, the smartest, hungriest podcaster on the planet, invites interesting guests over to enjoy a home-cooked meal while talking about their passions. It will make you laugh, cry, salivate, and wish you had both a tasty meal and a deep, complex mind. Check out Digging In, available on iTunes and Google Play. Digging In. For hungry bellies and hungry minds. <laughs> Should we move to our second? Sure. Let's move to our second one. Do you want to hit them with it, Simo? Our second. <laughs> We're in the 90s. We're in the 90s. <laughs> we slap them with a sick topic. <laughs> our second Patreon topic comes from Candice, who asks, what things do you think people should watch or listen to? Ah, uh, yes. Well, I think. A recommendation. A don't, don't fucking do it. <laughs> you did it. Someone had to. And they're already listening. Someone to has it. to do promo for our show. Oh right, yeah, Kate sure. Bradley. Like I didn't have a fucking hand in. I, <laughs> this isn't the time, Simon. Oh man, my my thing that I think people should listen to is the Scrum Podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you should though. It seems cool. Yeah, it's uh no. So I I'm genuinely like it's uh, I never thought that I would get excited about a sports show. And then Julian asked me to produce a sports show for him. Mm. And uh, at first I was like, yeah, I'm excited about this because I get to work with Julian and Tristan. And now I'm excited about it because they're doing like legit journalism stuff. And yeah. it feels really cool and professional and I get to produce it. Nice. Like, this is so much fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I, I listened to the first one and it was just like, whoa, content. <laughs> it's crazy because in episode two, they interviewed this guy who's the president and CEO of U Sports, which is like a big Canadian university sports Shit. network mm. thing. Um, and they, you like, like the letter U or you like not yeah, I? the letter U. And uh, and so they interviewed this guy and they asked him about um, an open letter that um, 
a student journalist had written to U Sports, basically criticizing them and oh. like suggesting ways that they could improve. Right. Um, and the guy claimed to have never like seen this letter. Uh, and so for the third episode, they did a follow up interview with the guy who wrote the letter. <gasps> really? Uh, because when that second episode came out, the guy who wrote the letter was Contacted like, there is them? no fucking way that he did not read my <laughs> my article. And so episode three was like, OK, so like, let's talk about the things in that article and why he would have avoided like, you know, Oof. drama that sounds hard hitting. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I, it's it's fun kind of being on the front end of this got this uh, this That's drama. cool. That's nice. very interesting. Yeah, yeah so. just to explain, because I don't want it to come across, you know, not because the scrum, the silence wasn't because the scrum, we have any animosity towards the scrum. It was just Tom's promoting a show on the network. Yeah. So I was like, oh, stroking, <sighs> stroking his own, you know. Well, there's another show I'd like to recommend people listen to, and it's called Topics of High Importance. <laughs> What's that? Uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm completely <laughs> on board. And Simon stays silent. So it is. We've covered all the bases. We have the three feet to our tripod, <laughs> but for real topics, my importance is also great. Yeah, I've been enjoying the past couple of weeks, especially. Oh yeah, yeah, sweet. I feel like when I feel like you and Paul have found a really fun rhythm together over mm-hmm. the past like several episodes. Like since you guys you started with a lot of guests and yeah. then you kind of dropped the guests for a bit. Uh, I think you guys have found a really good rhythm, like the two of you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's we we we've we've commented to that to that effect to each other that it's a lot of fun and it seems more energetic and mm-hmm. and like forward moving rather than stoned although that happens a lot well yeah. but we had guests we recorded with uh, martha graham and nikki fournier oh nice it was like oh fuck like that flow is 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 not the same mm-hmm. because it's like oh i, I need to like mm-hmm. sort of manage things yeah. and and i had a bunch of notes that i didn't even look at because i was so wasted and it was just like that's the problem with the show. <laughs> it's fun, but structurally it causes problems. But yes, yes. It's a challenge to to do it. Yes. Because you 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 disable yourself right before doing it every yeah, time. Yeah. We're we're thinking of having like big ass cue cards on the table, like for to prompt us to remember certain things. Because otherwise it's just gone. What if what if you had like like one a uh, sober person either on the podcast or just like like in in the sidelines just kind of going next call yeah or or like like uh, you know has a little timer and then after 5 minutes just slides a cue card over to you and then yeah you know just look at it and then you're reminded what to do yeah. kind of well, like uh if I, this actually leads pretty well into the thing that I recommend yes stuff you should know is mm. one of my all-time favorite yes. podcasts very and good podcast. it's just two dudes that pick a topic and do research on it and then talk about that topic and it's always like reliable research like they it's by howstuffworks.com which is one of the more reliable uh websites on the internet in terms of research and information stuff but so it's just, it's just the two of them but they have a producer named jerry that you never hear but they like she's always referenced and she's always she's there and sometimes they interact with her and it's just like silent. Oh yeah. Because then in prod, or I guess in, in yeah prod post produce, prod post, in prod. post prod that's what it is. <laughs> I guess she like mutes herself or something. And like oh, so, <laughs> like there's there's one time that you kind of heard her voice a little bit because one mm-hmm. of them had gum in his mouth and she walked over and like took t- it out took of it, him. <laughs> took it from him. <laughs> but yeah i feel like you, you guys could have a jerry someone to just go like oh, next topic yeah yeah no that would be 
That would be very helpful. Yeah. Very helpful. Yeah, because like because yeah. twi- now that we're promoting now they're on the, mm-hmm. the up for network and we need to promote other shows, twice we've completely forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the nice thing with like ads is you can just slap them at the beginning or end of the episode yeah. as yeah. like pre-roll, post-roll, mm-hmm. and no one will know that it's because you forgot to mention them during the recording. <laughs> Except when Kate says. Ah, shit, here's an ad. <laughs> I kind of love that also. It's so genuine. With with this show, like, here's a little inside baseball for you. With this show, when, when I'm editing the ads in afterward, I'm just like, okay, I can just use these to split up the awkward bits where we're not sure how to transition from the first topic to the second topic. Yeah. I'm like, I can cut out like a minute from the end of each topic and cut out like the awkward fumbly beginnings of each topic and no one will know because i'm just slapping an ad in there that's the nice. magic of editing it's, it's wonderful the magic of editing. wow another thing i'd recommend people to watch because i recommend a thing to listen i'm gonna recommend a thing to yeah sure watch. Yeah. You, you kind of have to be in montreal for this to happen but uh we are one theaters play Smackhead opening uh-huh. march 1st to march 11th starring cleopatra boudreaux skylar clark and myself Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. It's going to be great. March 1st, you said? March 1st to March Sweet. 11th. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. We'll um, make sure to slap the Facebook invite into the Oh, for sure. For sure. Link. And I'll I'll keep plugging it. Don't worry. Awesome. Don't worry. Awesome. You guys have a full month and a bit of Simon plugging this show. Yes, you do. <laughs> I would like to recommend that people watch uh, 101 Dalmatians, the, the Disney animated film. Mm, not the one with Hugh Laurie. No. And uh, whoever that was. Uh, A famous woman. Liza Minnelli. No. The lady. (laughs) But wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that would be amazing. (laughs) You set that up so smooth. Uh, Meryl Streep. No. Dame no. Judi Dench. No. I don't know the live action version of this. I'm just I'm guessing people I mean, who I think would play You guys keep talking. I'll come well. back to you. Okay, okay, minutes. yeah. It's, uh, the 101 Dalmatians is my favorite film it's of all time. Hugh Laurie and Julia Roberts. Nope. Hugh Laurie and... <laughs> Julia Roberts playing Cruella de Vil. <laughs> so it's your favorite yeah, movie. Yeah, so it's my favorite yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, the animation is glorious. Uh, the the characters are amazing. Everything about it, like there's the... Who is Glenn it? Close. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Yes. You were so close. I was so Glenn. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that is a great movie, though. It's, it's very, very good. And I... Uh, <sighs> Uh, every couple weeks, I'll say in the house, "Where are they? Where are they?" Why and challenge Paul Laurie? to get them. He's not in that. It's Jeff Daniels. I don't know. I don't oh, Hugh Laurie's the dad in Stuart Little. Hugh Laurie is the yes. dad in Stuart Little. Oh, Stuart Little's a good movie too. I don't know. I don't know why my brain, rep, you know, I guess, uh, I guess they're said, both they're both live action movies about animals. I was thinking about Stuart Little earlier. Why? Well, it's because you guys brought, you guys talked about Stuart Little. We did. We talked last about week. Disney Mouse last week and jokingly said Stuart Little. Oh. And then I thought about it and I was like, who voices Stuart Little? And it's Michael J. Fox. Yeah. But yeah. for some reason, I always mix up Michael J. Fox and Jamie Fox. So, <laughs> <laughs> Very I, different mouse. When I saw that it was Michael J. Fox, I was like, really? Because <laughs> <And then laughs> that name screams Jamie Fox in your head, right? Oh, and so funny. it wasn't until like an hour later that just suddenly my brain clicked and was like, <laughs> Jamie Fox. <laughs> I I will also say I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give you a, give you guys a correction for last week. Uh-oh. Ratatouille. Uh huh. It's not a mouse. It's a rat. It's a rat. Disney rat, Disney mouse, Look, mouse it's, rat. It's in hey. Parks and the, Rec. And That's also, my recommendation. It's in the title. And rat, <laughs> ratatouille. That's the whole fucking thing, guys. I will also say, there is a Disney mouse. Uh-huh. The Tales of Despero. Ooh. There's a mouse. Oh, oh is that a, is that 
been made into a Disney thing? Because I read those book. There, there was a, it was a movie. A couple, it was a movie a couple years ago. <laughs> cool. I several know several that. years ago, many years ago. Yeah, many moons like, ago. Maybe eight years ago or something. Huh. So many mice. Yeah, many mice. I saw a dead rat. Nice. Dead rat on its back. That's in the ice. Can we edit that out? Why? <laughs> <laughs> do, you do you think it's that much of a bummer? Is it a little bit? Well, man, things die. Well, like officially, our podcast is no longer vegan now because you just killed an animal. Oh, Good job. Simon, our podcast was never vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I would not stand for that. Talking about Disney Mouse and Disney Rat did make me think about Mouse Rat, which made me think about Parks and Rec, which is <laughs> what I'd like to recommend to people this oh, week. Oh, yes. Because I've been binging that. Yeah, we just yeah, finished yeah. watching season five. Is today. it on Netflix? No, I, I have all the DVDs. A couple oh, weeks right. ago, I went crazy and bought the like the remaining seasons of Parks and Rec I didn't have on DVD and also the entirety of the West Wing. Oh no! Stop! I spent like $200 on Rob Lowe and I regret nothing. (laughs) He's worth every penny. He's worth all the pennies. All the pennies. All the pennies. I love Rob Lowe. That's that's what I want to recommend yeah. is Rob Lowe. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I, with Rob Lowe. Can yeah. you how many Whenever, things can you name with Rob Lowe in it? Parks like, and Rec, The West Wing. Lion's Den. St. Elmo's Fire. There we go. St. Elmo's Fire? Is that a Sesame Street spin-off? Yeah. <laughs> Mar- Rob Lowe breaks into the Sesame Street studios, <laughs> lights everything on fire, <gasps> and Elmo has to save the day. Oh, but he can't save them all. It They're is. made of fur. They just go up like fucking lightning. Oh, that's not a thing. They burn up that's so what, fast. Well, that's it. That's what I was looking for. Literally the fastest flame. <laughs> <laughs> it, it With was Elmo running around. Gruesome. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> I can oh, never forget it. A burnt up uh, Sesame Street person would be really gross, <laughs> wouldn't it? Because yeah. it would be, it'd be the frame. <laughs> it's just a frame with like, oh, I'm bumming out the thing. I'm shaming. It's a bummer. Teach me a big bum. <laughs> big bum. I've I've also been getting into a podcast called Good Christian Fun, which is um, one of the guys from the Gilmore Guys uh, and his co-host on this new show. Um, They basically dissect like Christian pop culture from the past like 20 years or so. Okay. And it's all like ridiculous, terrible crap. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, And it's very fun and very silly. And what was that called? Good Christian Fun. Good Christian Fun. Yeah. Mm. I've been enjoying that. When I think of the TV shows that I enjoy, I a lot of them I know are not for everyone. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've recently gotten really into Mad Men, mm-hmm. but I know that a lot of people just can't get past the pacing. Don Draper. Yeah, I, I love Don Draper. I love John Hamm, but I a couple episodes and I was I hate th- who plays his wife. Uh, oh, January Jones. Yeah, she just has no emotions, and it drives me insane. That's kind of the point. Well. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't think. You. You. you don't I don't think, think an, an actor's an actor if I if they can't emote. Okay, so so you. She's like that you in other then, roles. You think then that it's not her choice as an actor. No, but her. her it, she's the her same l- limited ability. Yeah, mm. I was like, why? Why when she played uh, the Snow Queen, uh, White Queen, White Queen, uh, not Snow Queen, White Queen. Fuck Emma Frost. Yeah. In, oh, okay. in X Men. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And apparently it was actually like a sort of a thing because she was she was like with the director or something like that kind of in. But uh, she's flat to me. She's flat. Fair enough. But I mean, that show has plenty of non-flat characters. Oh, so the pacing, yeah. I, I, yeah, it was yeah. a bit much for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I think Mad Men is a show that I would need to watch 
I would have needed to watch it while it was actually airing. Me too. And yeah. I never got the chance to do that because I stopped having cable and didn't like downloading. So I tried binging it. And that is a hard show to binge. I s- strongly disagree. Really? I got so depressed. That's rough. Binging I, it, rough shows is rough. I might have been also in a bad place when I was watching it, though. So maybe, maybe that was part of it. And I'm I'm also like... My training as an actor gives me the ability to like absorb a ton of really negative energy and then like spew it out. Just wow. kind of like let it go. And I'm like, right. okay, cool. Done. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Teach me how to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> to, a, to a certain degree. Sometimes it just becomes, it's just a lot. And yeah. I, I need, but like, I know how to like get rid of that. Right. You know? What? Oh yeah. I definitely, what? I do not have that skill. <laughs> no. When I watch depressing stuff, I'm like in a funk for a while afterwards. Oh yeah. 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 Sometimes things that aren't even depressing put me in a funk. I, I find I get that more with movies than I do with TV shows. Mm. However, there are some TV shows that will like that hit me differently like especially shows that have that are cynical mm-hmm. leave me leave me feeling in a funk right yeah like yeah, yeah. there's i just the only thing i'm cynical about is cynicism right like that's the like the things that i hate about cynicism i find myself thinking and doing about cynicism interesting like well yeah it's it's weird but like that's so like um i that start, makes sense you though. know the the netflix series love yeah i love yeah. that i w- got one episode in and i was like nope Oh. Fair enough. Because like that was all it was. It was just all this like, oh, fucking love sucks. Everybody sucks. Yeah. Let's hate everybody together. I was like, just fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed that show a lot, but I think because I was like, because I was watching it as a comedy and not as a commentary on love. Right. I was just watching it as like, oh, these guys suck at things. Ha ha ha. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. But definitely like, it, there were there are moments in that series that get like upsetting to especially from like a storytelling standpoint because it's not satisfying it's it's just not satisfying right they like break up and get back together and break up and like it's it's not i never felt like i got like a good resolution to their relationship yeah yeah i just started watching yeah. um uh, last man on earth mm. with uh will forte. will forte i fucking love will forte he's like the most likable person on the planet and then in this show he's so unlikable and I can't, there's that line in TV where it, like you can have unlikable characters, but you have to have shit around it or they have, they have to have layers because otherwise it's just like, well, why would I keep watching this person? They're like, they're an asshole. Right. Like this is not yeah. engaging. I think, I think that's kind of why Mad Men doesn't, doesn't leave me in a funk is because the way that the stories are told, like leaves room for empathy for mm. the characters, right. even like some of the shittier characters, like maybe with the exception of Pete. I feel like Pete, there's not a lot of room. Like, he's just a dipshit. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one is Pete again? Uh, he's the uh, the really skinny, awkward account accounts guy who is now married to uh, Rory Gilmore. Don't know him. Pete. Yeah. Last name? Campbell. Oh, is he the... Okay, I know who he is. He's the one with the, the weird teeth. Is he the one who has my hair? When mm-hmm. my hair is styled? Maybe. You know, I'm, I'm a little scruffy right now. Maybe. Anyway... He, but like I feel like a lot of like these awful characters have like minor redemption or even just moments where you go like okay I get it yeah it's still yeah. not okay but like I I see it yes yeah 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 yeah, <clears throat> yeah but that 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 actually applies totally to this show like you don't know because you just Last jump on Earth? yeah you jump yeah. into apocalypse has happened or whatever yeah. and 
you don't really go into why he is the way he that he is. So there's never any justification for him yeah. making. He's just it's just like I can't I can't do the oh I get it. But it like it's it's not even necessarily like a justification I find in Mad Men because like Don Draper has these moments where he's a total asshole. Right. And you you have these flashbacks where you see like how difficult his childhood was. And but it's not a sense of like, oh, OK, he's like this because his childhood was like that. It's just moments where you kind of see that like the characters are written complexly and they're full mm-hmm. and they're they're, they're human like multifaceted. So like when someone fucks up, like it, it just makes sense. They fuck up in the only way that they can because of who they are and right. how they're written. Right, 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 right. Like it happens very rarely that people do things out of character on that show. It does happen. There are moments in when I'm like, what? Like, this is so bizarre. Mm-hmm. But like. I just, oh, I just love that show. So That's actually much. really amazing to me how much because like shows being directed by the different directors every time and being mm. loads of writers, how they maintain that character's personality and his choices. It's, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's when you have like core or like main writers, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, like Matt Weiner on uh, Mad Men, but also like in Stranger Things, you've got the Duffer Brothers that like they don't they won't write everything or direct everything, but they they like. Uh, they put it in the skeleton make or? the through line right yeah, like okay. all all the main things are like placed by them and they're the ones that make the calls and same thing with like matt weiner and with you know and i i feel like that's or maybe maybe we're also just we're getting better at making tv shows mm-hmm. you know yeah, like absolutely. like there's been a lot of talks about this is the golden age of television but maybe it's just like the new age of television like mm-hmm. now we've now we get it yeah you know well i think that like every age of television will hopefully become more and more golden and more shiny as things go yeah yeah yeah, of course like you're always gonna have Mm -hmm. shitty things because you know big bang theory is in its 12th season or whatever but like Grey's anatomy is still happening god i've been watching the season the most recent season they put on netflix it's hard are there any actors from the first season in, in it yeah, well, I mean, yeah, still, yeah. Meredith Grey is Quite still there. Uh, Karev's still there, and Bailey and um, Weber are still there. But yeah. otherwise, it's all all new people. But the problem, what, what I what I have an issue with with Grey's Anatomy is that Ellen Pompeo doesn't want to do jo- her job anymore, and also doesn't want to do any other job, and keeps making us think about it. Is that her actor? Is that yeah. Meredith? Yeah. Okay, right. Meredith, that, that actress keeps saying things in interviews where she's like, I know I'm not going to have a career outside of this, but also I don't really like doing this anymore. And also she they says don't that? pay me high enough. And like, I'm mad at them for not paying me high enough. And the only joy I get creatively anymore is directing, but they don't let me direct enough. And I just, I'd rather be directing than write, than, than acting. And it, she just, That's she comes she across really so... spoiled to me all the time. It was like, this the recent statements yeah, from her? Yeah. Well, I mean, but I it's can, not the I first understand. time they've come up. Like a couple of years ago, I remember her saying something about like, I know I won't have a career after Grey's Anatomy. I'm going to milk this until I until the show gets canceled. But now she's saying she doesn't want to. And it's like, just, I don't That's know. That's weird. Get over it, you know? But it's got to be fucking strange for an actor to be one person for year after year after year. <laughs> Kelsey yeah. Grammer spent 20 years being Frasier and he never complained <laughs> about Motherfucker, it. Motherfucker, Kelsey Grammer, Kelsey Grammer is in Expendables 3. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> Paul was telling me about this. <laughs> I kind of have to watch it now because it's everything he said about it sounds crazy. So why, that's another recommendation. Expendables three, fucking Kelsey Grammer is in Expendables. It doesn't make sense. Like it took, it took a couple goes to convince me that he, we were talking about the same person. Yeah, this doesn't make any fucking sense. I, I mean, he was in a bunch of like he was in some Transformers. I think he was. Really? In, uh, he was Beast in X Men. True. True. Yeah. yeah. He was Fraser. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. I think 
I this is a this is a hot uninformed take. I feel like the the characters that that actors can play for twenty years or for thirteen seasons or whatever are characters that don't require a whole lot of acting. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm gonna go ahead and say. Hmm. Like like if you think of the guys in Supernatural too, <laughs> they've been doing this for a long time. They do not act. <laughs> They no, just they, kinda, yeah, they just kind of say they words. Ha- they just hang out together. They say words and occasionally scream. Yeah. Like. And they've played it for so long that yeah. it's second nature to them at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not. Mm. Hmm. Oh, they're so attractive. Like, I, I feel like that's that's maybe fair of Fraser Crane as a character, if only because, like, especially sitcoms in the 80s and 90s didn't have a whole lot of emotional nuance to the characters a lot of the time. Yeah, it was pretty uh, one layered. Yeah. Um, but. I think with with Grey's Anatomy, like a lot of the people on that are actually pretty decent actors. They're just you know working with what they've got to work with. Right? But like, do they do they play a lot of things outside of Grey's Anatomy? Oh, probably. Because I feel like a lot because there are a lot of actors that I've seen on Grey's Anatomy that have moved on mm-hmm. to different things. Okay, and like they're the ones that are that I feel like are the are the better ones. Probably, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think that would like make Patrick sense. Patrick Dempsey. Right? Oh, I saw Patrick Dempsey in a musical a little while ago. Oh. Uh, Enchanted, which I had forgotten I saw when I was a kid <laughs> until about three quarters of the way. No, I mean, I saw the, the DVD of it. Uh, I had forgotten I saw it when it came out. And so I was watching it and I was like, I've never seen this movie before. And then after five minutes, I was like, this seems really familiar. And then the final scene, I was like, I saw this movie already. <laughs> <laughs> the final scene. But I forgot just enough of it that it felt completely oh, unfamiliar. I was I was going to watch, uh, we we're going to watch Gardens, Gardens of the Galaxy with my mom. Gardens uh, of the Galaxy. Gardens of the Galaxy <laughs> on HGTV. Jury. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah, for sure. Ooh. And we were going to watch the second one. And she's like, I'm not sure. I don't think I saw the first one. So, like, I immediately start with talking raccoon, you know, guy, you know, all this, all this stuff about Big Guardians of the Galaxy. Big old red guy, green girl. Tree, tree person, the whole, the whole bit. Yeah. And then I'm, I've been talking for, like, five minutes, and then I said, well, when he's a boy, he gets kidnapped. And then she's like, oh, I've, I've seen that. I'm like, you, you, you didn't get it at talking fucking raccoon? Like, that didn't spark anything in your mind? No, the emotional moment. Do you know child. how many movies I watch that include talking raccoons? Let's That's list several, them. Kate. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, uh-huh. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Over the Hedge. Yep. <gasps> That's a great fucking movie. That was a deeper cut than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I was really ready for you to say Precious, based on the novel Push. Pre- <laughs> uh, I've never um, seen it. Maybe there's a CGI raccoon in it. I don't oh know. Um, that one movie with the two dogs and the cat that ran away from home in the nineties. <gasps> Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. It oh, is that probably was such a, a great raccoon. film. <laughs> Stuart yeah. Little's one through three, probably. <laughs> probably. Well, you're just guessing now. There's you're a talking guessing. rodent, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. That's but Over enough. the Hedge is a fucking good movie. I've watched it so many times. The music's really fun. The characters are really fun. There's so much emotion in it. Zootopia, probably. Fuck Zootopia. Sing. Fuck it. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. There's a monkey that comes out of a butt. Yeah. In Bruce Almighty. I had forgotten no. that moment. No. And that <laughs> different movie. No, there is. There is that one? Yeah. With the bees? But butt monkey. Butt monkey? But all monkey. But all mm. monkey? What other movie would that be? Bye nuts. Bye nuts. Bye nuts. Bye nuts. Bye nuts. <laughs> no, 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 but it, because Jim Carrey's been in a, a whole bunch. Bruce, Al- Bruce Almighty is when he gets God Becomes, yeah. powers. Yeah, it was it was that one. It was that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not he gets to, jumped uh, in an alley and he has monk but bees. 
monkeys. That's but true. Bees, uh, bees out of his mouth and then makes a monkey jump out of another guy's butt. Same guy. Pretty sure it's the same guy. I'm pretty sure uh, Jim Carrey th- or Bruce <gasps> thro- yes. like, like it, what spits out bees. Yeah. To attack them. To attack them. And then also has a thing where a monkey jumps out of the other guy's butt. Yeah. yeah. Which was very... Speaking of good acting, that guy... Jim Carrey? No. Yes. But the guy, when the bun- monkey was coming out of his butt, hmm. that was some serious acting. I do not remember that. I think the... Uh, I just thought of an, an exception to my rule of TV shows being right? on for a long time. Hugh Laurie in House. Mm-hmm. Hugh Laurie is a very good actor. Yes. Yeah. And he did a great job at House. I just think that at it, at some point the show fell flat and probably his, his acting got a little lazy. So like mm. he or he like fell into a routine and I feel like he wasn't challenged a whole lot or wasn't. Although in that series, he he really went into a dark fucking hole at one point. So uh-huh. like it wasn't just I'm being a doctor like he had his pain issues. And then at one point he was like driving cars through windows and shit. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that the. I think the issue with a long running series and playing the same character for a long time isn't that you stop being a good actor. It's that you start feeling like you've seen everything, right? Unless mm-hmm. the script, okay. unless the people writing are really, really good, mm-hmm. you're going to eventually be like, I feel like I've shot this scene a thousand times. It won't be as exciting for you, which then I think could be the reason that you start to feel like they yeah. deteriorate in quality. Yeah. Is because, like, one, maybe they're not as into it, and two, you feel like you've seen that scene from them already, so it's not mm-hmm. as impressive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Like, that's, I think that's a I, risk. I think that's also why I found Mad Men to be so impressive is mm-hmm. because the the situations do change a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and they continue to introduce new characters, and, and each character like has interesting dynamics with each other. Uh, and like there there there's a whole point when like the show totally curveballs, and like it's almost like every character is in a completely different place. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it all makes sense with the story, right? Like it all it's not just like oh all of a sudden this d- d- Deus Ex Machina happened and then blah blah. Yeah, right? yeah, Everything's yeah, yeah. different. You know, it's all like there's a good, very good progression to everything, mm-hmm. and then everything's different, and then things change again, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's it. I think I think that with a long running series you really need to keep your writers fresh and you need to keep them yeah. like engaged with the content and coming up with fun new ideas and like mm-hmm. Nerf guns in the office. Nerf guns in That's the office. That's what's going to do it. Nerf guns I don't think were invented yet in the 60s. Come on. You don't? I don't think so. No, no. Nerf I, in the writer's room, not in the... Oh, I see. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> not in Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a very different show. <laughs> Whatever their tension, I mean, they just... I, I definitely wouldn't put it past the people in the creative team in Mad Men to, to have Nerf guns in the office, but, you know. They'd be beige. Oh, no, that time period, they'd be like turquoise. Oh, wait, we're stretching. I think my... they just have real guns. <laughs> I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. <laughs> Should we move on to our final question? Yes. Sure. All right, all right, all right. The question from Instagram, Halen Montreal asks, what's with the lack of snow removal lately? <laughs> 
Uh, What's with the lack of snow removal lately? <laughs> it's really telling that when I try to do the Seinfeld baseline, I end up doing the Frasier baseline instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Did but you hear on, on the uh, topics of high importance when I tried to find the Seinfeld? <laughs> it took me like five minutes and yeah. I got nowhere. I just kept going. <laughs> very embarrassing. Um, so, so Simon, apparently you have some knowledge I do. about this. Tell so us about there is, snow. There is a, a law. That uh, snow removal workers, yes, if they work for more than 72, 72 hours straight, have to take forty eight hours off. Hmm. Okay. Individual workers or the whole department? Uh, good question. Probably Hopefully individuals. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Uh, but it's possible. It feels safer if you make it the whole department, right? Because like, yeah, seventy two hours. That's insane. Yeah, for yeah. one human. It. I mean, it. It. Like, it does get or like seventy two hours or sorry, work for a period of seventy two hours. So not like one person. So you have three shifts within seventy two hours. Yeah, but like ah. if if the snow snow removers are. If, yeah, if the company or whatever is active for 72 hours straight, they have to then take a 48-hour break. Really? Yeah. That's because fascinating. Because, like, otherwise they start getting sloppy. Yeah. They start breaking property, injuring other people. People have died in the past because yeah. right. one of the snow removers falls asleep while they're doing their job. Huh. And so that's why that kind of shit takes a while. Right. And sometimes uh, in the, in the, the, the weather report they hear that there's going to be a really big snow in two days. And so they're like, well, we're not going to, we're not going to waste our 72 hours now. Right. We're going to stop, wait for the big snowstorm and then just pick up everything at the same time. That's actually really smart, but also kind of a weird law. Cause you'd you'd think that they would just have a, a stagger. Yeah. Yeah. They'd stagger. So they'd have like one crew work for 72 hours. And then as soon as they break, then the other people do, or maybe there's like a a overlap for a while. You, You would think so, but I'd like, or two yeah. days on, one day off, even, I Something think would like work that. better. I don't know. Like, it just feels like three days of work. That's great. Those are great three days. Two full days with no snow, snow queuing. Snow collection, despite uh, temperature changes. And, uh... yeah. It's also possible at Halen MTL that you just live in a low-priority area. <gasps> yeah. And therefore, people just don't get to you because they're busy getting all the main arteries and getting all the big streets and getting, yeah. You know, I live on a school with a street, a, <laughs> a school with a street, <sighs> a street with a school. So I think that helps us out. Yeah. I've to get the clearing. Same. Like we, ha- I mean, we're right. We're very close to the highway here. Mm-hmm. And also there's a school like two blocks down. So yeah. we have decent snow clearance. But what I've, cause it's also like by sector, like each company has a mm-hmm. sector yeah. and like I found that in the past, few years or maybe may just i moved recently so maybe just assholes in my area but they're like destroying the sidewalks hmm. it's crazy hmm. the grooves that are now like it looks like it was some kind of attack yeah they don't care yeah they're going so fast so fast that's what we were saying like people dying they're fucking mm. barreling down yeah. streets <laughs> and then they have people yell at them that they're not doing their job because they're trying to <laughs> do you know how many streets there are it's on a, the island of Montreal? Nine thousand six hundred and seventy-two. There are so many streets. Okay. Yeah. Give them a break. Yeah. Move to downtown if you want to have cleared streets. Okay. Or move to the plateau. Or move, move to, to Colorado. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess they have Don't snow. They, in they Col- have, I could have picked any other state. Of, yeah. Move to Los <laughs> Angeles. Yeah, because I mean, I could not have said that in a weirder Los way. Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Move to Texas. Texas? Move to Flo Rida's home. <laughs> oh, nice. Nicely done. Move to Tennessee. In, in New York City. <laughs> I feel like it snows sometimes in Tennessee, maybe. But it's, it's like the light, dusty snow. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, that's not I feel like job. if it's gonna rain in, or if if it's gonna if it's gonna rain in Tennessee would be a great country song. Ooh, yeah. If it's gonna rain in Tennessee, keep going. Extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> I got scared. I got scared. When I stopped. Kate and I were in a show on Friday night at Montreal Improv, and uh, we ended up getting prompted by Vance to do a uh, a, a musical scene. Yeah, and it actually went well. And I've well, gotten a bunch of comments from people since then saying that we did good. It went well, but Tom was very mean to me in in his character <laughs> twice in that evening. We Once were, you were my child and you, tra- you 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 said I was a piece of shit, and in the other scene you were my mom and you told me I was a piece of shit. <laughs> I didn't realize till later that that was totally what happened. Yeah, we had a weird flip. You were just constantly bashing on me, but we sang about it and it made it all right. Yeah, it well, was I fun. think the first time came about organically. The second time, I, I'm pretty sure they did say they wanted to see like a mother and son argument. Oh well, yeah. No, I mean yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. A, yeah. It was an argument. We were prompted wanted. the second time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the first time, the the first line was, "You have no friends." Right. And you were my mother telling me that. So yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. But, but we did a fun musical scene. It was fun. Nice. Yeah. Could you recreate it? Give, give us a little snip, snip shit. Me snip, talking about snap, being sixty shot. and him telling me how old I am. If it's gonna rain in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, on the topic of snow jobs, I've been um, I've been finding it really <laughs> weird recently. Like, I don't know where to buy salt. You know the the salt thing? probably the gas station right across the street from your place. Yeah, right there. I don't think so. But you're not willing to walk five minutes to check. So so every time I go, I go to the gas station a lot because they have cheap milk. Okay, and we just we have we use a lot of milk here, you know. And uh, <laughs> every time I'm there. I like do a quick scan to see if there's anything else I need, right? Right. Like, do I need like ruffles today? Do I need some bacon? You always need ruffles, man. Always. I, they ruffles are superior to Lay's. I love ruffles. Absolutely. There's no yes. there's no contest. Yeah, and and so I, you know I do my I do my rounds to see if there's anything else I want. I feel like if they they were selling sidewalk salt, I'd have seen it. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. Rona. There's a Rona near your place. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like the there is like the hardware store. But I yeah. feel like every store should sell salt in the winter. Because maybe everyone the, maybe needs the Provigo or none of the the Provigo oh, true. does store, yeah. yeah. The Provigo does have salt, but they do the same thing with it that they do with the Christmas trees, which is they put them all outside, and it's an honor system thing where you pay for it at the cash and take one on your way out. Okay, and you I forget? Never, yeah, because I'm not going to think about that at the cash. I'm uh-huh. thinking about getting my PC Plus card out so I can get my points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about salt. Well then. And then write I it on your salt. hand or something, yeah. right before you go. Or write it on your forehead, and then they'll be like salt. I don't put <laughs> that was the accent of the French speaking cashier. <laughs> salt. Uh, do you want salt, Mister? It's written on your front. It's written right there on your front. <laughs> it's written on your front. <laughs> it's written on your plot. <laughs> I, and I, also, I, please put pants on. This is a family store. Provigo. <laughs> I, I don't like putting ink on my skin. I can, I I've Says never. Says the tattoo boy. That's I, literally what I was thinking. That's yeah, in. tattoo boy. Oh, that's true. That's it's in my in skin. His skin. That's oh crawl, yeah. That's okay. crawling in my skin. Ink in my skin is a is a is another country song. Other country song. <laughs> in my skin. <laughs> that was more like I don't know I don't know what was, that was like. Who was who did that sound like? I don't know what that sounded. Sounded like. like Simon on 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 steroids. <laughs> yeah oh i wanted to say something about chips okay look look i have a little story it won't be it won't take long it won't take long it's not that great did you say the thing that you just wanted to say to me no but it's related okay to chips 
uh, chips could work as a segue to it. Say your thing, Okay, Kate. I'll say my thing. So I, I uh, had a bad day. I felt, uh, oh, I've been, I'm, and I'm a very angry uh, place, very frustrated with myself. Uh, you know, so, meh, meh. Uh, <laughs> that's the sound of I anger. I think you're doing great, Kate. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> so I left the house. Uh, I, I, I took a little puff to take the edge off because I was like, I don't want to burst into tears on the show. So I left the house feeling like, meh, 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 walking, walking. What do I see on the sidewalk? <laughs> Face down, a Pringle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. How do you know? How do you? How can you tell if a Pringle is face down? <laughs> <laughs> In the in the tu- in the tube in the tube. No, wait! It was face up. They have they don't have face. There's a direction. There is a there is a direction. No, wait! It's the same either way. Yep. It's no. the no, it's same not. either. It's, it's not. not. It's not. No. So no. there is a direction. Yeah. You agree with me? I think I think that. Wait. I just had a picture of some. It goes like this, right? <laughs> it goes like this. It goes like this. Because both the the sides of it go down. See? And then if it's sometimes they go up. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So an upside down print. <laughs> it was. I kn- wait. No, it's the same. It's. <sighs> <laughs> I killed Simon. Wait. I think I th- I'm pretty sure. So what I said is wrong because it was like it was like yes no because that's its face. But the right thing is, there. like if you flip that upside down, it's it's a different. If you rotate it laterally ninety degrees, oh god, I it's wish the we same had... as flipping it one hundred eighty degrees vertically. If, if something is, I'm folding my pa- piece of paper here. Yeah. If something is like this, but right on a surface, it, keep... and then it's like th- see concave. No, but the thing is, concave. It's got, it's got two folds, right? Because it's folded along the x and also along the y. Yeah, but it's still it's, it's still a curve also, like this though. Yeah, but because so, it's but still, look, okay, it's like a cowboy hat. Hold the curve like that, and then I'm gonna do the other curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we got you got the curve like that. Oh my god, and then so much you crafting. You also have a curve like this going on. Right? Yes, but you still have a you still have a dip in the middle. But the the thing is that if you flip curve. it this way, this is great for the listeners. If you flip it flip it this <laughs> way and then that way, it's the same thing as when it how it was before. No, I disagree. The, because you're no because. Okay, guys, Anyways, guys after we this, get... we need to go buy Pringles and Absolutely. try it out. To do Absolutely. a thought experiment. Oh, no. Okay, you're right, because I forgot that Pringles aren't a perfect circle. They're ovals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, point. Does, good point. It does change it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the chip, so... The chip was face down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately crushed it on, pur- on purpose. On purpose. Why? And a, a, well, cause it's so satisfying. It's, yeah. Well, that's it. A a a jolt of of like joy went through my body, and I'm and my mood changed because it made me so happy to crush the chip. So, how much of of the joy of crushing the chip came from the unexpected? Oh. situation of finding right because if you just carried a tub of pringles around with you and whenever you were in a bad mood threw I see, one, yeah, right i see what you're saying because see you know that crackly ice that like thin crackly mm. ice oh, yeah i i love that shit Crunch i will sheets. i yeah that, it's so like the, that brings me a lot of joy and i like, know it's gonna be there it's like the snow we've had for the past couple days until it started melting again where it was like the snow but then there's the layer of ice on top and oh, it's that's, just yeah. ice and then you like punch through it or kick through it it's so satisfying because you're like yeah, yeah, I was with two friends the other night, uh, two, and and we were walking, and then we what? just started beating the shit out of the ice I'm see, gonna together. Work. That, that's what it sounds like. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the fucking the... cakey substance underneath. Yeah, it's but... really annoying to live in a house that's surrounded by that. Mm, I bet. Like we're on, like you know how outside we've got the the big lawn. Yeah. That when we had that crazy ice storm, that got covered in like a foot of snow and then a sheet of ice over the snow. Yeah. So children for the past like two weeks have just been throwing themselves on it and sliding down and cackling. Oh. Delightful. Yeah. But really annoying. Yes. <laughs> Delightful the first couple times. Yes. And then the first time after a long break of it. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, that is fun. Oh. And then the second kid, you're like, okay, no, stop now. And then you pull the shotgun please, out please, please, and please you stop. stop them. I've taken That's your to, property. I have like a stick next to the window. And you bash the... You, <laughs> and you, I just I just tap on the window if if they're being too loud. And they look up and they're like, I'm sorry. And they keep going. Uh, not in my area. They're asshole teenagers. If I did that, <laughs> they'd be like, fuck you, bitch, a brick. <laughs> They're Italian. <laughs> that was horrible. So my chip story yes. is, is is just that I spent about the weekend e- eating ruffles. Mm-hmm. Me too. Nice. Oh, this table is just too far. <laughs> oh, Tom, can we do a snake kiss snake snap? Oh, nice. ow, that hurt. Ow. What kind of chips? Ruffles, ruffles, ruffles. What kind of? So on Saturday, it was original. Nice. Ooh, yeah. And then yesterday, it was all dressed. Ooh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Those are the ones Paul gets when he doesn't want me to binge. I can't binge an all-dressed chip. Why? It's too flavorful. That's fair. Yeah. I find the there's a vinegar edge to the all-dressed chip. They do, that yeah. Excites me, and then also makes me feel like I can't eat the whole bag. I just pictured you mm-hmm. taking a single ruffle, putting it in your mouth, and going. <laughs> That's what it's like. I I bought. I had been buying barbecue ruffles for a bit because I would just grab the first bag. Right. Uh, and those are great. And They're then strong. I grabbed a bag of all-dressed by accident, and it was very fun. Hmm. It is a, like playtime. a little surprise playtime, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's like it's a little, it's a little tingle. It's got a tang to it. It's a Cajuny thing. Oh, I made Cajun spiced sirloin beef steaks the other night. Mm. It was real good. <sighs> that sounds so fucking tasty. It's really good. But I over, I overdid it applying the the, the mix. Mm. I, okay. made, I made the spice mix myself. Nice. Conveniently had all the ingredients in my cupboard, uh, and I put. I, you know, I, I massaged it into the meat, yeah, made yeah. sure that it got in there. Um, and then I had the brilliant idea once I had put the patties, the patties, the steaks into the pan to sprinkle more of the powder on top. Um, and that was a there bad was a lot call? left over. It was because um, it ended up burning and the house got real smoky. Oh, no. And it smelled like smoke and everyone was coughing. But the steaks were perfect. And they there's were, no more spirits in the house. There's no more spirits in the house. Mm. Everybody died. Yeah. And I got some good steaks. Everybody died, but then their souls all left. So you're good. And I can <clears> use <throat> their bodies to make more steaks. Oh. So the reason. You rub them. You rub them. You rub them. <laughs> the reason I spent the whole weekend eating chips. Right. Was because right. I was on a I was on a film set. Mm, right, oh. right. For two days. Uh, and they always have food. And it just happened that they had like the big, not like the bags that are bigger than the party size. Like whatever the size above that, like Costco, Costco size. Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Venti. Family. <laughs> Trenta. Trenta. <laughs> Trenta's only for cold drinks though. But yeah. So like they, they had that. They had uh, uh jelly bellies yesterday too. Shit, man. Uh some hummus. Which they, this was a so like <laughs> dip a jelly bean in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well they I had like it. they had like carrots and celery and little cherry tomatoes and whatever. Jelly but like beans. on on Saturday when I arrived on set, I like pulled out a little bag of food that I'd brought. Because I knew they'd have food, but I wasn't sure what, what they would of, have. Yeah. And uh, uh, my girlfriend had incredibly kindly prepared food for me. Aww. And she prepared a little Tupperware with 
carrots and hummus. And then I like take take this one out and I start eating the carrots. And then the guys of the crew look at me and they go like, we've got food. We have carrots. Why did you bring them? And I go, oh, well, like just these have hummus. And also my girlfriend prepared them. But like, I, I like the hummus. And as soon as I say that, the caterer who's over to the side pulls out a gigantic thing of hummus and just plops it on the table. And then and flips I was like, you off and walks and, you No, no, no. They, <laughs> this happened like adjacent, right? Like they were like a little farther away. Okay. But we all kind of looked, looked to it and, and I went, well. And I kept eating my carrots anyway. Well, yeah, because they were prepared by Yeah, they were prepared with love. And they weren't baby carrots. They were full carrots that were sliced. Oh, right, right. That's that's extra. They taste different. Yeah. It's a different taste. I shaved carrots the other night, last night. I was making a salad. It was like... Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. It was like a kale mix. carrot? Yeah, real nice. Juicy, right? I mean, it's kind of... It's equivalent to grating them, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I just, I didn't have a grater for the oh, carrots. But I've been told fucking. Pe- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Who's that? I'm a pe- 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 piglet. Paul? Uh, pe- no, Paul doesn't stutter. <laughs> what? No, it's piglet. Piglet. Oh, pig- oh, no. Sorry. I thought you were trying to find the person's name that started with a pe. Or you. No, potato peeler. Potato peeler. Pe- is that what you were using? No, I just use a knife. I don't. Oh. Ha- I had a potato peeler so for about a week, and then it broke against a really hard potato. <laughs> <laughs> you have one job. I know. Right? It's in your name. <laughs> oh, the, hard, the potato's too hard. It's in your name, man. It was sad. It broke. So now I just use a yeah. knife. But yeah, real, real good. I got like a boxed kale mix from the right? from mm-hmm. the grocery store. Threw that in. Shaved some carrots in there. Uh, a little bit of olive oil. A little bit of. Uh, balsamic nice uh grated some old cheddar mm. on top Oof. damn damn you mean aged cheddar no right? old Ex- cheddar. extra old extra cheddar. old <laughs> not just like cheddar you bought a couple months ago and now it's like uh, years it's written, <laughs> on, it's, it's written on the pack old cheddar extra fall extra yeah. old fall extra fort cheddar yeah, yeah, extra yeah, yeah, fort yeah. cheddar the the yeah. movie set that i was on uh a mm-hmm. couple months ago it was vegan no Ooh. yeah <laughs> It was it was filmed at the director's mom's house, <laughs> so the mom and her sister uh, made all the food, mm. and it was all vegan. And That's kind of nice. I mean, I mean, is vegan. It, I mean, it was just difficult for I I just didn't know, but then I got used only, to it, and I was like, thing, oh, this, mm, the only things I mentioned, the only things I mentioned that I ate that weren't vegan were the jelly bellies and the ruffles. No, the ruffles are vegan. Oh, All right, because they're potatoes. They're potatoes. They. Why didn't they? Why was there no trash vegan? Then food. They could have trash veganed us. Why are there no trash vegans? Why are there no? But I was I was thinking. So this is the thing I wanted to tell you earlier. I was oh, thinking okay, about yeah. about. For, I don't know why, but I had this thought, and it reminded me of you. Aw. Oh God, wait. Because What's the thought. So uh, today I I had to write uh, a, a little bio about myself, and I uh-huh. hate doing that. I hate doing that so much. Writing like fifty words about myself. Uh-huh. It's it's the worst. But I had to do that. Uh, for uh, Smackhead by We Are One Theater opening uh, at the Freestanding Room March 1st. Yes. Until March 11th. Uh, and I was like sending my headshot with a bio so that they could introduce the cast and stuff. And I used the phrase uh, Simon Peltier has always had the propensity for acting. And I had to like s- sit and think about that because I liked the phrase. But I have to think about what it, what is that? Like what is it like? What is a tendency toward acting? And I realized that I have these these moments that happen like several times a day where I will just kind of imagine a scenario in my head. Sometimes it's like, like I've watched a movie <clears throat> or a TV show and I, and I put myself in the character's shoes or in the actor's shoes Ooh. in my mind, recreate the scene. And it like, I like live those emotions and I do it. And for like, I act to no one for no, for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and the thing in that, your head, 
in my in but sometimes like for real too like i might look at myself in the mirror and like say or mouth the line or whatever cool. or just kind of like imagine what i'd be feeling as i'm saying it but not saying it mm-hmm. and the thing that made me think about you was that that like these little things i do are like the the acting equivalent of doodles like Ooh. right where like like you know when you like like I, I think the reason like one of the reasons why i've i've become good at this is because i have these little moments that like refine that sensitivity for mm-hmm. like creating an emotion and living it and following an impulse as well and following yeah. the impulse yeah yeah and i and i it's it's like tiny little practice which is like kind of like what a little doodle would be yeah and for some reason i was like this is something that kate would really enjoy hearing because <laughs> you know like the like, parallels like everyone i know who draws will like just pick up a thing and then be like draw a little thing and it's like a cute little dinosaur on the corner of their page and they're like oh, but it's like fucking it's like i don't like the thing but it's like the fact that you keep doing that and you do that all the time and you're always mm. drawing and you have this you always have these these impulses to draw yeah. or to make funny voices or to right. like write things or whatever like is what makes you good at that thing because you have these the, yeah. impulses to always do it. Hmm. Very. That <laughs> I like that thought. Very no yeah, yeah. I'm that, I'm immediately sad. <laughs> there's there's an explanation. <laughs> because I do I have those impulses like almost constantly like i see beauty in everything i see like angles and lights and all these different things that i would want to draw i'm watching a tv show i can't help but be like oh their profile is amazing like i want to and i very rarely pick up the pencil do it yeah yeah that's the, i know yeah that's the thing but there's yeah. a lot of like harsh criticism that comes when you pick up the pencil yeah. and so i think that that's one of the main reasons i i don't do it because of the yeah. fear of fucking it up mm. you know i think but it's, the impulse it's is definitely with that because it's it's like permanent when you draw something, it exists. Yeah. When, when we do, like mm. you know, what you said, I do a lot of silly little voices throughout the day. You have acting moments to no one. Mm. Those are fleeting. Those are gone. Yeah. Withdrawing it, you've drawn That's it. True. Yeah. It's on yeah. that paper. You can throw that paper That's away true. after, but if you don't, or even if you do, it exists. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you can, you have something concrete <laughs> to criticize. There should be, there should be something like there should be an app where you just doodle, and thirty seconds later, it gets deleted. I mean, you, automatically. You yeah. could that uh, that'd be great. But also, you could just open up your notes mm-hmm. on your at least on on your on your iPhone. There is like a drawing function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can just grab a, a stylus or something. Like well, actually, like I've, a, I've started. I've, I've done it twice now. Being depressed in bed. God, I bring this show down <laughs> so often. The audience was, loves it. Don't worry. I was like so close to canceling, man, because I felt so shitty, but I'm so happy I came as always. And so happy you crushed that Pringle. Yeah, fucking uh, that, yeah. That upside down Pringle. That we've, in, we've all determined that it was officially upside down. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But That's uh, canon. on on Instagram stories, you can sketch. So I've I've it's the ah. second time I've done it. I take literally take a picture of my ceiling and then I sketch on that. So That's I drew great. like a monkey head thing, and it was just That's like so great. I've done like it's because then it's out. And because yeah. you know how satisfying it feels yeah. when you when yeah. you try that thing and you follow that impulse, yeah. right? So yeah, that or I like focus Snapchat on that too. Because yeah. Snapchat, if you send it to someone, right? Like all right, Paul or so, or even make. What if you made yourself a second Snapchat specifically for those, right? As not like that. Like, I send them to m- to me? that one, yeah. And then either you never check them, or you just like at the end of the day open and then just kind of like sift through them and then you never you don't you don't even need to look at them you just can open the thing like da, 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 interesting done. i don't know because they, they're only there for like five seconds yeah. or one second yeah, yeah, even yeah, if you yeah. really wanted to one to ten depending on what you oh, choose that'd be yeah. weird although i think you can yeah. choose infinite now which is dumb 
Yeah. You can send someone a permanence like that just doesn't go away until no, they click yeah, out of it. Yeah. Oh. That's what yeah. it is. It's not yeah. that it stays forever because that no. defeats the purpose of the But expansion. Instagram direct messages have that too. Uh, yeah. Like a feature of when you can send yeah. it. And at first I was like, what? what? It's go. I can't because I have, I have. Sorry. What were you like? The monkey, the butt monkey. Um, but I, I, I have, it's, it's wrong. It's bad. I don't know if it's wrong. It's bad. I haven't spoken about it with my therapist yet. I, I, I look at the things I create obsessively. Like I will reopen the file. Like I, if I, I send you the logo, then I'll keep looking on my phone and be like, is it, mm. is it, you know, or is if I like it, I'll just, you know, I yeah. keep looking at it. So then on Instagram, if I sent someone something or a video and I'm like, it's, it's gone. Like it's, it doesn't mm. exist anymore. So what you, what you're suggesting, like I should train yeah. myself to stop being obsessive about what, what I create and let yeah. it go. Yeah. That would yeah. help. That would definitely help me. Or yeah, just sure. like acknowledge that you have that thought of wanting to check it again and then just let it go. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, this is the thought I have. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Just silence the passenger <laughs> in the back seat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh sweet Jesus. That brings us to the end of the show for the week. Oh, does it? It sure does. Uh, I had laundry I needed to move to the dryer about 15 minutes ago. Oh, no. <laughs> That's How long do you think mildew takes to... It's not immediate. <laughs> it's definitely... It, it's fine. I'm just, you've got you've got some leeway. I've got some leeway. Guys, rate and review the show on iTunes and Stitcher. It's a really helpful way for us to grow. And uh, when we... I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, guys. If you, When we get to 10 reviews on Stitcher... Guys, I'll t- let me tell you something, guys. so good. Guys, I'm going to... Let me tell you guys let me tell you something i'm gonna tell you guys something real quick let me tell i'll tell you what guys when we get to t- 10 reviews on stitcher when we get to oh now you're real quiet did my mic just cut out there we go i'm back guys when we get to 10 reviews on stitcher we're gonna release a bonus episode so go to stitcher.com search up for discussion uh, or click the link in the description of this episode and leave us a review on there and when we have 10 we will release a bonus episode for you Sexy. Yes. Yeah, that's sexy. what we need. Super sexy. Subscribe yeah. to Up for Discussion and all the other shows on the Upford Podcast Network Indeed. on your podcast app of choice. Yeah. And send uh share this episode to your friend Lee Wei. What? Who's that? <clears throat> I don't know. I just we we're saying Lee Wei and Lee in Wei? my mind it, I had the thought that that could be a person's name. That could be a person's name. Lee so Wei. I think it, I feel like it would be like an Chinese, author? Like Chinese. Yeah, but an author? I feel like Lee Wei is an author. Or a guy named Lee who has a philosophy of life, and you call it the Lee Wei. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, share this episode for whom the phrase Lee Wei is relevant. Yeah. You can also share this episode with someone who needs help waking up in the morning or Mm. with someone who uh, likes Mad Men, because there was a lot of Mad Men talk in this one. Yeah, there was a lot of Mad Men Maybe they'll have some thoughts. Uh, Also share this episode with someone who hates snow. Share this episode with John Hamm and, and tell him to get in touch with me because I would love to meet him. Oh, yeah, oh me too. Can I be there? Okay. Can I be there? Yeah, sounds good. Can we serve him? I feel like I feel like I could play a young John Hamm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 I think so. I'd believe it. Yeah. I feel like young John. Young. I'm John not Hamm even like I'm not even just making you happy. Like I'm saying that genuinely. <laughs> young John Hamm and young Matt Bomer. I think are. Yeah. I don't know that person. Matt Bomer was uh, Cooper Anderson in one episode of Glee. Uh, he was Neil Caffrey in White Collar. He's in um, Sexy Dance Boys, the movie. Mike, Magic Mike. Magic Mike. There we go. <laughs> oh, which one? Which which guy? Dose. Uh, I, no, I don't he's, know which guy. He's, Is he uh, not Mike? Got no, dark that's Channing Tatum. No, that's Channing Tatum. He's got like dark hair. Was he body, the werewolf in the... Piercing eyes. Was he a werewolf? Is he married to the Vergara? No. What? 
the guy oh. who played a werewolf and who's married to Sofia Vergara. I don't Vergara. think so. He's a fucking hottie. I don't hottie. think so. Who are you talking about? <laughs> they all do well, that in the movie. Mm, they all do that. Mm, dark, mm, tall. I'm just going to loop that in the <laughs> episode. Uh, guys, you can follow the show on Twitter at Download Talking. Each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. At Red Random. I'm at No, the other Simon. Uh, does anyone have shows to plug right now? Uh, yeah, uh, Smackhead by We Are One Theater at the Free Time <laughs> opening March 1st to March 11th. The Haunt on Wednesday evening at Montreal Improv, the B Space, uh, B, B Theater, B B. It's a Herald show, three, three Herald sets. Uh, Thursday, I'm in Twins, a great show at Montreal Improv at 7 o'clock uh, where uh, the newcomers uh, get on stage with the uh, veterans. I'm a veteran, which is fucked up. Um, you old. I'm old. I'm old. And then, you fought in a war. <laughs> and, then, and then the summit on February 9th. Uh, cool Dimitri and Andy thing. I will say I, I felt excited about having the one show in a month and now you have you have 7000 shows in a week. And, <laughs> and then on then on Friday excited. the 16th I have uh, <laughs> uh Ketchup Moutarde I'm, for first time I'm doing a French duo and then on Saturday uh, just, uh, just the 17th I'm in, out, I'm in I'm in I'm in infamous <laughs> a show at Montreal Improv. <laughs> So I guys, was so excited to be <laughs> acting again. Guys, just go to Montreal I mean, Improv any night of the week. Kate will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Except on Mondays. Because we record. Record. Um, I have no shows to plug. Also, uh, go see Simon's show on March 1st. Yeah. That's that's what I want to plug for you guys. I also want to plug uh, the... Also uh, to March 11th. It's not just March 1st. Oh, good point. Yeah. See yeah. it the whole week. Um, yeah, I, I also want to plug, uh, like we've said before, the Scrum Podcast. Go check it out uh, on the Upford Network. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam. And also topics of high importance. And topics of high importance. <laughs> yeah, Kate doesn't even plug her own show. <laughs> so. Am I high right now? No, I'm not. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP, Benson, as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zelina for the Upford Network. You can find about all our great shows at uppernetwork.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>